Hello, and welcome to Episode 2, Season 2 of Storytime for Weirdos. This episode is entitled The Desolation of 666 Fifth Avenue. It continues the adventures of the urbanist from earlier this month. The sun glints off the glass facades of Fifth Avenue. Rex Ryan smiles as he walks through the reflected light to the microphone. Friends, investors, the morbidly curious, he croons. The small crowd in the plaza quiets as he talks. Thank you for attending this ribbon cutting for 666 Fifth Avenue. This is about more than a new office building. It is about redemption. Rex continues his speech amid the flash of cameras and the hum of traffic on 5th. The building behind him is empty. Rex likes the drama of an uninterrupted walkthrough. A keen observer would note that it is larger and bulkier than other new office towers in the area. While no such observer sat in the plaza listening to Rex congratulate himself, one was standing on the roof of the belfry of St. Thomas Church across the street. A man in nondescript clothes, black mask and goggles, fiddles with a cylindrical machine the size of a table lamp. A panel on one end of the machine glows red, faintly in the sun. A diagram of a polygon, thin in depth, proportional to the height and width, flashes across the screen. The man checks the diagram against a drawing loaded on his phone. The footprint of the tower is larger than permitted, he says to himself. I can fix that with a little help from Dr. Marcus. The panel turns green and the man taps it again. The machine begins to hum. The man double checks the angle and the direction and then scurries away. He climbs unseen down the far side of the belfry while the intensity of the hum increases. On the plaza, Rex is finishing his speech. I give you the future of Fifth Avenue, the future of New York, he says, gesturing dramatically at the building. As he does, a blinding beam of light lances out from the belfry of St. Thomas Church across the street. It strikes the front of the building, which itself glows briefly with a furious intensity. The gathered crowd in the plaza gasps and shrieks. As the purple blotches clear from their vision, they look up to find that the front facade of the building has been sheared off. The additional floor area, which Rex had purchased at relatively bargain price through bribes to the Department of Buildings inspector, was gone. The front of the building is now open to the elements, and a new facade will need to be attached at great expense. Rex swears and shouts at his underlings. The crowd breaks into a scandalized murmur. Journalist Don Greenblatt steps away from the plaza and walks quickly around a corner. He looks around and climbs over a fence into a rear yard. There, out of sight, with inhuman speed, He removes his slacks and button-down shirt and puts on the white jumpsuit, boots, mask, and blue cape 
of Ultramus. Penelope Lee sees the blinding flash of light from her desk in an office several blocks away. She walks calmly to the bathroom and changes in the stall. She emerges, no longer the photo editor of a teen magazine, but as the winged wonder known as Silk Moth. She makes her way to the terrace of the building and launches into the air towards the source of the light on Fifth Avenue. On Fifth Avenue, passers-by have gathered to gawk at Rex Ryan's open-concept office tower. Among them stands John Platkin, assessing his work. Ultramus, protector of the city and interdimensional refugee, soars down Fifth Avenue and hovers over St. Thomas Church. He inspects the cylindrical machine from several angles. It doesn't appear to pose any further danger. Shortly, a woman with large, moth-like wings flutters up to join him. Silk moth, he says, nodding in greeting. Ultramus, she replies. Did you happen to see anyone here, he asks. No, she says. Do you see anything with your special vision? Nope, he replies. Whoever did this is gone. On the ground, John Platkin frowns at the two masked superheroes. He doesn't like how quickly they arrived. The police were one thing, but he heard that Ultramus could see through walls. The squeal of sirens prompts John to retreat from the scene. Despite his worry, he smiles to himself. One more building complies with the zoning resolution now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Storytime for Weirdos, a bi-weekly podcast with new episodes posted on the first and third Saturday of every month.